An afternoon at the theatre. Hardly anything new for a drama studies graduate like me. But this is a performance with a difference. Hi, my name's Gavin. I'm Elish. I'm McKenna. And my name's MJ. And this is a show about what you want. How you want it. If you want it. And what happens when you don't. Active Consent are staging a play for secondary school students about relationships, sex and sexual consent. But I wasn't attacked, I wasn't held down. Can I really trust what I think happened when my memory is so hazy? Over the course of an hour, students watch 12 different scenes, meet countless characters and watch a variety of scenarios that teens may find themselves in today. And the other girls, they seem to know everything about sex. They say that it has to hurt on the first time for it to be real, that you have to bleed on the first go or you haven't really lost it. But between sexting scenes and conversations about alcohol, Actors provide the audience with stats and data related to sexual consent from this organisation and others. Only 25% of male and 14% of female teenagers strongly agreed they possessed the skills and knowledge for consent. Furthermore, one third of teenagers stated that discussing consent amongst their peers would be considered odd. When you ask a young person to define consent, they can define it beautifully. but that is an embodied experience than when you're in the room yourself. People can say, I understand, but can they actually act upon it in their own lives? Dr. Charlotte McIver is the Active Consent Programme Lead and Director-Creator of How I Learned About Consent. So it began with research reports and drama and then has gone wider in terms of, of the educational resources that we work with. And we initially focused on third level. And at the time, there wasn't a consent workshop or consent learning materials that were being rolled out in a systematic national way. So we decided to try to do that. And at every single performance of the play that we did across 13 higher education institutions on that tour, the first question was, when is it going to secondary schools? With newly available data on sexual violence, health and consent among second level students, Active Consent redeveloped their play during the pandemic and adapted it for a secondary school audience. Upon launching it this week, Charlotte hopes it may have ripple effects that stretch far past the confines of the classroom. You know, the moment we care about issues about violence against women is the moment where something really bad happens, where there's a very violent event, there's a very big court case in the media, and we hone in on that event and how could this have ever happened? And the seeds for that are sowed so much further back. You know, we are aware and we keep talking every time one of those events happen about the, how there is the need for wide-scale cultural and social change. And it starts in the small actions, the small intentions. And I think as well, that's an easier place for audiences to come along with us on. It's very easy to condemn the violent act. It's also very easy to be affronted by feeling like you're saying that I'm a perpetrator and I'm not a perpetrator. But thinking that little bit harder about what, oh, I did laugh at that joke or is there something I could have said there or we talk about very concrete skills in here that okay if someone seems a little bit weak in the knees at a club check in with them contact a member of staff so we give these little strategies these little seeds in the hope that that will lead to the kind of large-scale change that we need as well as equipping teens with tools to navigate these tricky waters the play is also found to be helpful for teachers and those providing sex education too I really do think it opens our own eyes as teachers to, I suppose, the situations that teenagers can potentially get themselves in and also the mindset of teenagers today. 
Lisa Vega and Mary McLaughlin are teachers at Seamount College and they accompanied this TY group to today's performance. A lot of teenagers may not have the confidence to say out their thoughts or their feelings or what has happened to them, but through drama like this and through the active consent programme, potentially it might give them a voice to speak out a little bit more and to open those conversations up between themselves, between their parents, between their teachers. So again, we have, I suppose, more educated society in relation to consent. But consent is not the only subject explored. The narrative also tackles topics ranging from image-based sexual abuse, how to support a friend through assault, race issues, gender confusion, and the practicalities of queer sex. Topics often left out of mainstream sex education. They're just not telling me what I need to know. The lady looked shocked when I brought up dental dams. Sure, the rest of the class hadn't even heard of them. And they never talk about orgasms or masturbation. Mm -hmm. Everyone always thinks I'm a slut just because I know a lot already. The truth is, it's because I had to figure things out on my own. No one wants to teach you, so you kind of have to teach yourself. Is group sex a thing? Or is it just in porn? Or in Dublin? <laughs> Comedy and humour are used to a disarming effect. But with scenes of excessive drinking and jokes about sex toys and vibrators, this sex-positive performance may have some parents concerned. I mean, I suppose maybe I would put the question back first and say, well, do you have a Netflix account? Do you have an Apple TV account? Charlotte McIver again. Does your young person have a phone? And that is not to shame or guilt parents in any way. I am a parent. But to say that, you know, our young people are accessing and using media, you know, the apps or the new way that you're engaging, it's changing faster than any of us can keep up with. So people will encounter sexual media. They will encounter the kind of broad range of information that we're showing in this show. But with this play, with our consent education program, we can create a held space where we practice being in dialogue together and give tools, some phrases and and skills in terms of basic communication that we hope they can take out of here. And the next time they wander into something on Netflix, which is perhaps a bit advanced or, or has extreme sexuality within it, that they can read it in a more informed way. Now, part of sex positivity as well is it doesn't mean, and particularly when we're doing this with a secondary school audience, we are not telling people to go out there and to experiment willy-nilly and that you have to have sex. It's about knowing yourself and your body so that you can make choices in your own time and with full consent and joy from all the people involved in it. So how did the performance resonate with students? I thought it would be like a whole, like one continuous story when they kind of divided it into like, was it 12 or 13 scenarios that kind of made it better because then obviously not everyone's going to have the same experience. Owen O'Donnell is one of the secondary pupils who attended today's performance. He particularly liked how the actors played multiple roles and found themselves at some point playing victim, onlooker, perpetrator and everything in between. Yeah, see, in a lot of them kind of workshops, they do say, oh, it's mainly men that's the perpetrator. But it was good to show that, like, people do make mistakes. With alcohol involved, with other things, it kind of clouds your decision making and stuff. And it was good to see that, like, there's not just a good thing and a bad thing. But, like, you have to look at both sides of each story. One of the show's greatest strengths is the youth of its performers and their connection to the young audience's experience. Like your teachers, they help as much as they can, but they're still your teachers. You still see them every day and most of them are a lot older than you, whereas there's like a lot, like three or four young people here who kind of demonstrating it and it's more relatable or easier communicated, I feel like. The language was definitely more that young people would use. Like the dialect was literally what I'm going to say now when I got out, like, you know what I mean? And the learning isn't intended to stop at the theatre door. 
Owen's teachers at Seamount College feel the play will fuel class discussions and will help equip their students with the tools needed for a safe and consensual sexual future. I'm actually really looking forward to having the opportunity to get back to school and to talk to them. They'll have an opportunity now to share their own, their own thoughts and experiences, but I'm looking forward to being able to have those conversations with them. And I think it'll inform us and help us with how we plan our programme. And we're constantly looking to update our own knowledge so that we can just keep it as real and authentic for our students as possible. They deserve that.